Hello and welcome to Into the Greta Podcast, where we watch and recap every episode of Power Rangers Time Force. I'm Sean. I'm Mike. Boom, we did it. We nailed the new intro. It's a little wordier. or not. It's not as wordy as what I meant to say. I already fucked it up. We nailed the intro, and then I fucked up everything that came after that. So I'm real proud about, about that. Uh, we are here. We are watching Power Rangers Time Force, like I said. Um, the first thing I want to hit up at the top before we actually get into the episode is that sure. Power Rangers Time Force is on YouTube now. Yes, it is. It is so funny. Just like they're uploading it onto the YouTube channel. They're doing it every Friday, uh, a, a batch or so of mm-hmm. episodes. So uh, so it's convenient for people to watch it on YouTube now instead of, you know, the the high seas of the internet uh or else wherever your dvds but or yeah it's on, it's on youtube yeah or like i bought it on amazon prime so of course right after i do that they're like you know what time force is going to be the next season on youtube and i'm like all right yeah but yeah that's very exciting so as that per- as pertains to this season of the show if you guys want to be watching along which so far i'd recommend um i mean i was recommending yeah. at the beginning of spd too so like you know, who knows? Um, but right. right now I'd recommend watching along. I, I think it's good. It is. It's very good. This week, we are going to be talking about episode four of Time Force. It's titled Rancic Lives. It originally aired on February 24th, 2001, directed by Kaizo Hayashi, written by Judd Lin and Jackie Marchand. Um, before we do our little jumping into the grid thing and talk about the episode, I want to remind you guys that we're on Twitter. At go into the grid. We have an email account at go into the grid at gmail.com. We're on Anchor. We're at anchor.fm slash into the grid. We've got a Discord server. You can join that. The link is in our link tree in the Twitter uh, bio, Twitter, whatever. Um, and it's also in the episode descriptions. So, you know, if you guys want to join in on the fun, that's, that's the way to do it. All that uh, shameless self promotion uh, aside, we're about ready to talk about the episode. So, as always, I ask you to join us as we go. Into, into the, the grid. grid. Episode four, Rancic Lives. The synopsis for this episode from our good friend slash enemies over at Ranger Wiki reads, Wes offers the Rangers a place to stay, a clock tower that his father owns. They set up the tower as their home and Wes helps them blend in with the people from the present. A business person notices an old sign on the entrance to the clock tower advertising odd jobs. He hires Wes and Jen for some painting at a news... Uh, it's like a TV station. Rancic attacks the news station and captures Wes. He tells Wes about how he was treated in the future, causing Wes to have doubts about the future. And that's kind of the quick synopsis of what happened this episode. So, Mike, how'd you feel about this episode? It is a very simple episode. It is nothing it complex. Was. Uh, but I do love that it does give you a little origin of Rancic a little bit, and a little glimpse of the year yes. 3000 a little bit more in the, the how things run in 3000, which I'm like, oh, okay. I can dig that. Great writing on that part. Yeah. I'm a little worried about it. I won't be, I won't lie. I will be honest. I won't lie. I'm a little worried because, like, the whole thing about Rancic. You know, we'll talk about that in a minute, because I, I just want to give my general thoughts first. I really liked this episode a lot. Uh, this was the first episode, really, that wasn't, like, connected to anything. In terms of, like, it wasn't a continuing storyline, really. 
because last episode, I believe we were still dealing with the stuff where like Wes wants to be a ranger and Jed doesn't want him to be a ranger. And we had to, we had to deal with all that. This episode, like the Rangers, they're a team now. We're they're, they're friends now. And we're going to kind of continue to set them up in this year. But also we're going to kind of start to move along. We're going to do a little bit more world building, which I liked. I think my favorite parts of the episode was the non-Power Ranger stuff. I think it really captured a great tone in like just them kind of working on the clock tower together and being friends. I think the clock tower set is incredible. I love the clock tower set. Mm-hmm. It's got great vibes. Uh, I really liked the kind of odd jobs thing. So yeah, I, I really liked this episode a lot. So Rancic, first of all, love Rancic still. Uh, I love, I just, I think he's very intimidating. Um, like yes. the scenes when he's kind of got, when they've got Wes like handcuffed and he's like talking to him and he's in, up in his face and stuff. And he's uh-huh. kind of in the shadows. He's a very intimidating, very intimidating figure. And then we get into the, we get, I mean, Power Rangers really hits on like a nerve, right? And they start talking about designer babies, which is like, <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, that's what it is. That's what it is, yeah, right? Like that's. Is. Yeah. They, they got like this, this is a hot button issue like this isn't science fiction i mean maybe it was at the time i really don't know but this is this is a real thing that people really discuss whether it's ethical to do this or not um yeah and power rangers runs into an unfortunate thing of i don't think this was their intention but oh boy uh does this episode imply that all babies are <laughs> white <laughs> Uh, I guess it doesn't, it doesn't because we have like, we have, uh, Katie and we have, you know, I was going to say we have Trip, but Trip is an alien. So it, Katie actually, is Katie also an alien? She's super strong. Yeah. Where's the super strength come from? That's trying to remember. Because if Katie's an alien, this implies a really scary thing, which is that all the babies are white because, and, and what my assumption is they had one white baby and then they just cloned it you know like clone you know what i mean like they just repeated the what the what one baby that they got over and over again because power rangers is cheap um that is what i assume they did on the production side uh for those for those visuals but there's not a single black baby in the designer babies or any other ethnicity so you know we'll say oversight right <laughs> you know they didn't think about it <laughs> um According to the uh, Ranger Wiki bio of Katie, let me double check here for a sec. Uh, it says in the history, it says gifted with unnatural strength that might be the product of genetic engineering. So, yes. And and even then, like, I assume that Power Rangers isn't implying that in the year 3000, there are only white people. Like, I assume that's not what power rangers is trying to imply it's just very it's a very unfortunate visual of like conveyor belts of babies and all of them are white uh i like immediate immediately noticeable it's it's just a visual for us to understand what because the babies are born out of test tubes and green goop and the parents get to choose the characteristics for their own children so. Secret of the Ooze, yeah, a hundred percent. Another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. I, yeah, yeah, I totally saw that. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, the, the Secret of the Ooze, and that uh, the te- one of the test test tubes falls down the sewer, and the goop gives birth to Rancic. Which, first off, was <sighs> weird. 
it, it's because he comes out fully grown. He just yeah, his hand comes out of the ground and yeah, he's like, like a man. Like sh- yeah, he comes out like a freaking shredder at the beginning of Secret of the Use, like <laughs> just sticking out like he's alive. And he's a fully grown man. It's like, wait, what what mutated Rancic? What was he like a He's an what, adult. Why is he was, an adult and not a baby? Yeah, was he adult in the in the sewers and then he got attacked by the goo and that ended up being mutated? Yeah. I, I guess that's probably what happened. Maybe he was like in the wrong place at the wrong time. Unfortunately, I think I think he just is born full fully old. Like that's the implication I get because the goo just kind of coalesces and then his hand just rips through it like it's a portal or something. Like I just assumed yeah, the goo just, became rancid. That just seems like an odd like choice. It's odd. But, it's strange. But, but you know what? I can accept it. Yeah, um, it's but, Power Rangers. Like I think that's the kind of thing where you gotta hand wave it a little bit. Um, yep. That it's Power Rangers, but it's a cool backstory. I think it's a really it cool backstory. Yeah, he's shunned by the he's he's shunned by society, and you kind of get a glimpse of a a woman in a raincoat with a uh, like a lightsaber like umbrella that's yeah. like in kin to it's a pretty Blade ridiculous Runner. outfit. Yeah, yeah. So you get a glimpse of fashion in the year three thousand, and he's like a hobo in the streets. <laughs> so. Yeah, that. Uh, so so what worries me a little bit about this storyline. Is because we're we're really we're hitting on some tough subjects with this. Mm-hmm. Um, not just designer babies. There's no way they're going to address designer babies. There's <laughs> no way they're going to address the ethical implications of that because it's Power Rangers, and that is even too much for Power Rangers. But uh, I, they're addressing prejudice, prejudice, prejudice prejudices. Um, they I, they are. They establish mutants as like second class citizens, like, and that's something that if you're gonna throw in, you have to really handle delicately. Um, because at the at the end, Jen says, "Don't worry, Rancic is pure evil." Like, it it's kind of we didn't treat them like that for no reason. They really are evil. Like, and I don't think you can do that. I think that's callous. Um, I think if you're gonna do a a story about prejudice, uh, like it can't just be that actually they are all evil, you know? And I, I, from what I've heard about this season, that's not what I think they're going to do. Cause I don't think people would be quite as, uh, effusive in their love of this season. If, uh, if they did, if they did that. So, mm-hmm. um, it is a worry that, that came to me at the end of the episode though. Um, Outside of that, I think it's of the villains we've had so far. It's the best backstory for sure. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Do you have any thoughts on Rancic that you haven't shared? Uh, like I said, very basic structure. So it's less like Rancic shows the origin, and that's about it. He's still menacing as fuck. You know, he's he's one of my favorites. Like I said early on in, in the episodes, like I love him. Let's talk about the Rangers now. Let's talk about the Rangers and their kind of beginning plot here about the clock tower. Because mm-hmm. we've been talking about the clock tower this for the first couple episodes. When are we going to see the clock tower? When are we going to see the clock tower? We yeah, saw the clock tower, time. Mike. Yep. And it's awesome. Love yeah. the clock tower set so yep. much. Um, I I think there's something so cool about the guy. Uh, I, I, 
I really loved watching them clean it up together. I just really loved watching them be people together. Like, uh, that's always my favorite part of Power Rangers. Like, I like it when they put on the suits and they beat each other up. But I always, I think the, the Power Rangers at its strongest is when the character dynamics really work. And I think the character dynamics really worked in this. Um, it the I love that the clock tower feels kind of lived in. Like, especially when we first <laughs> see it. It's got cobwebs all over the place. There's like bunch of junk like it's a lot of set dressing for power rangers mm-hmm. yes abandoned he just like just been unused and somehow west's father mr collins owns the building which uh interesting enough and that leads into the reveal of what the clock tower is it's actually a storefront for a service called Nick of Time Eye Jobs. Which, that is such a funny thing because the dude goes, he's like, I want to hire you guys. This is what you are, right? And then he wipes away like the thickest layer of dust I've ever seen in my life <laughs> off the mm-hmm. sign. Like, at that point, like, okay, Mike, all right, here we go, role play time. All right, you are that man, okay? You need uh-huh. an odd job done. And you're like, I remember at one point there was this odd job place in town and I remember where it was. Let me go over there and see if they're still there. And you get there and you see the, the sign for the store is covered in that much dust. Do you assume it's still there? <laughs> There's people in the building here. There's There must be workers. They must be in business. I, <laughs> Dude, if there's that much dust on it, I'm like, either nobody's here or if they are here, they don't work for that company. That company is long gone. But I'm glad that that doesn't happen because it gives us uh, what I think is a fun little side quest here. And I think it's a really great um, – I, I love the idea of odd jobs as kind of what the rangers are going to be doing outside of rangering because it adds a lot of diversity to what we can see throughout the season instead mm-hmm. of like they're cops. And when they're not being power rangers, they're going to be cops or they're – they're high schoolers and when they're not being power rangers they're going to be high schoolers or they're paramedics and like you know uh emergency response people and that's what they're going to be doing it's it's like they can do pretty much anything as odd jobs which i think is going to be a fun I, i hope they use that to its full extent uh it's great because it's a actual thing in time ranger uh same thing the oh. time ranger time rangers have their apartment place they set up as they're in t- uh, 2000 in 2000 uh trying to remember now because it's the year before i think and uh actually the they, they call it tomorrow research and so it's the same concept where each one of them has a specialty and they just offer their services for whatever so uh i just i think it's kind of the same either way but a uh, time red uh, uses training in martial arts to teach karate martial arts. Uh, Pink would teach her skills as a police officer to perform investigations. Uh, Blue uses his skills as a driver to be a vehicle instructor, which is kind of the same thing as Lucas. Green uses his mm-hmm. knowledge in computers and technology as a technology expert. And um, da, 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 what am I missing? Yellow is the guy. Uh, he's trying to teach like self-defense to women. So in the episode, I'm, <laughs> it was like, you want, to, you want to learn how to be self-defense? And there's just this whole thing is like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so, but yeah, each one of them do that. I think 
in Power Rangers. I think it's the same with uh, the eye jobs. I mean, I think Lucas does the driving services and Trip does a electronics repairman. So, so yeah, that should be a fun thing to see for eye jobs. And for the first eye job that uh, Jen and Wesco is painting, as we mentioned. Dude, it's so funny. I really liked it because uh, I I really liked that when we cut to them painting, I'm like, okay, Jen is doing, oh my God, Wes is doing the most, I was like, this is a problem. Like, Wes can't be allowed to keep doing what he's doing right now because it's going to be a real problem when the guy comes in to look at the work that he's doing. Uh, and I was like, the show is going to totally gloss over this. They're not even going to mention that this is like the worst painting I've ever seen in my life. But then Jen is like, no, what are you doing? You need to roll it. Like, I am a little like, Jen, why'd you let it get that far? You know, <laughs> like, why, why didn't you stop him when you saw him pick up the brush? <laughs> you know, but um, I really like that the show is like, it acknowledges that Wes is a rich boy that doesn't know what he's doing. Yep. And that leads to some fun comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Indeed. And that's when the cogs show up because they took over the, they took, station. they've taken over the radio station so that they can do the, the whole ransack thing. And um, love, there's a scene where Wes realizes that the cogs are inside. He can hear them and he can hear them coming. He sees them coming mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And he like gets down and he's like, painting and he's like never mind me i'm just an average painter loves to yep. paint love to paint yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i always thought that was a funny fight and then we got a unmore fight sequence that i thought was pretty good um weirdly sped up yeah i was just gonna say it is sped the fuck up i was like wait did i just sit on my remote or something <laughs> dude i literally i because i own the series season on amazon yes. as well i was watching on youtube and I was like, is this something on the YouTube release? So I paused it and I opened up my Amazon and I brought the episode to them too. And it was still doing it. And I was like, yep. this is a very strange choice. It's an odd choice. Yes. How yeah. do we feel about it? Was it good or bad? It's. You never. Or in the middle. You never like speed up footage unless you really want to play to the comedic levels of it. But it was like, it's a straightforward fight between the monster and a ranger is like it's wes's first fight alone basically with the monster or um whatever so i just feel it was yeah, too it's ru- weird yeah too rushed it's just too rushed i was like you could just like kept it at normal speed i mean do you really need to fit in your uh episode timing for to air on tv or something just yeah really, i mean i guess right <laughs> i mean you could easily if you have it you know you can just slow it down <laughs> to see it in full effect but i guess it's odd yeah it's it's weird yeah i don't know if i i liked it that much i i like the fight like i'm watching it and i'm like these are good moves that they're doing and it's yeah, enjoyable I, just, I wish i wish it hadn't been sped up like that um i i love when they're doing the broadcast the cogboard operator I just think that's so funny. There's something so funny to me about these like monsters, these um the kind of the the goons going around and doing like regular people things. Yeah, the cogs do. I don't like, know why that's so funny to chores me. and jobs and Yeah. You know, I mean the cogs even at, at the like in the 
cold opener like the beginning is uh they're just giving nadira a, a pedicure and a manicure and she's watching tv and the cogs in the way and she's <laughs> like she's like you need to move <laughs> That is great. And then Rancid comes in and starts ranting. And she goes, I'm trying to watch my show. And then Rancid gives her a look that is maybe my favorite look in this whole episode. He looks, he's like, bitch, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, what the fuck did you just say to me? And I, I think it's so funny. <laughs> I love this Cogs. Speaking of the villain, I actually kind of disappointed. I feel underused. Uh, the villain of the, the monster of the week this week because I really loved his design and his voice. I'm going to sprinkle the compare and contrast yeah. as usual, so I'm not going to do a separate segment because there's not much to go off of because here's the thing about the, the source material. It's case number four, the hostage is an alien. Uh, here's a hint on what the um, <laughs> the episode's going to be because the hostage in, in question is the alien being, uh, his name is Serial Kidnapper uh nabal so it's a gecko themed criminal and yes he is a kidnapper uh and sometimes murderer he did they do mention murder oh. but but he's a kidnapper he kidnaps kids in the oh in time in time, time ranger and they do that for money to get the ransom money to get money in 2000 for the family uh and he has a human form to disguise himself Hence the gecko theme, because geckos kind of disguise herself with their surroundings. So there's a like transitional spot, like between like you see the monster walk through and you go behind a pole and he comes out as a human, talks to kids and kidnaps kidnaps them. And then uh, the whole episode actually is about uh, Time Green being kidnapped by Nabal, and they have to save him. So, but it, it has nothing to do with. Rancic lives whatsoever because I think the basic structure is they uh the Time Rangers actually tell the story of how Time Green became part of the Time Ranger group. So it's kinda like, oh here, we have a Rancic story, let's tell that story. So it's kinda like the the format, basically. Not mm-hmm. the story itself. I think also it's the footage of, you know, the monster, the criminal in question, the fight footage. I'm like, there's really nothing to compare. I can't tell you the origin story of Time Green because the plot elements is actually going to be something that's going to come later in a future episode anyways. So I'm going to save that for when that time comes. But uh, yeah, we've got uh, in Power Rangers Time Force, we got his name is Fearog. Because <laughs> he's, he's a frog, apparently. Uh, and also, there's another uh, monster named Fearog, and he's in... In space, so they couldn't oh. come up with a different name. For uh, apparently, in space, Firog wasn't named. It was just, uh, I guess, a name that wasn't named named on screen. But apparently, this one he put is, on like a toy or something. Something yeah, like that. Like... Yeah, I, yeah. The 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 monster criminal fight footage was just very much stuck in. It was like it's Power Rangers. We got to have a a criminal. Monster of the week, and you gotta have a freaking Megazord battle. Is this, is this a pointless Megazord battle? <laughs> a little bit, but I liked the rest of the episode enough that it kind of offset it. You know what I mean? Uh, I did mention in the previous episodes that uh, 
the the footage, you know, because this was airing in 2001, 9-11 happened, mm. and so it was heavily edited. Um, so here, let me give you information about that at least, because as uh, Rancic is being televised, he talks about, like, let me show you what's going to happen, and you see Firog destroying stuff. Um, in the episode, uh, the monster's blowing up buildings, and of course, like I said, 9-11 happened, it was uh... like three, three, it was actually three, the episode was repeated on Fox Kids three days after 9-11, and it was heavily edited with the speech overdub with the theme song. But uh, in the Disney reruns, as well as US DVD and streaming, and it is in the one in the YouTube one as well, the speech was altered and showed the monster blasting mountains instead. Which is, uh, I thought it was a clever edit, actually. because That mountains. makes so much sense, because I felt, yeah, no, I felt that the speech was weird. I felt that it, I was like... This speech feels a little something's off about it. That makes so much sense that it was edited after the fact. Yep. So. Uh, so okay then, uh, concretely here and now, what do you prefer about the episode? Which uh, between the episodes, Power Rangers or Time Ranger? I no, it's definitely Time Force at this point. Just because okay. I can't because. I mean, the Time Ranger episode is okay. I just, I can't really compare and contrast because it doesn't, it's, yeah. it's weird. It's like, since this is the second time I'm doing this, but it's like, it's like the first time where the story does not match up with the actual story. So I, I, I applaud Judd and Jackie for taking the, the, the concept format of the episode and alternating it for Rancic uh, in a way mm-hmm. and just kind of shoehorning in the the monster in the episode just to tie it in, but it's definitely time for us in this case, but I will talk about uh case number four case, uh, case file four in the future. Like I said, cause Ooh, the plot, the okay. plot elements, like I said, come back cause we, cause uh, it has to do with the trip episode because time green, time ranger green. So yeah, so I'm not done with it. So <laughs> I'll let you know on a later date on that. I think it's uh, I think the episode's unlikely trip. Uh, that's the episode the plot elements are taken from. Okay. So, so you have to wait till that episode for me to give you a full, full on review of the uh, episode and compare and contrast. So, but yeah. All right. Um, a couple, uh, some something else we didn't mention, but uh, we got clothes for the rest of the cast. Uh, it is no longer just Wes wearing regular clothing. Um. I like all their outfits. I think they all look good. I like uh, Trip's hat. Oh yeah, because they have to cover the uh, the gem on his forehead. But yeah, uh, Katie's clothing transition, where she walks across, like she walks and is then obscured by a pillar, and then comes out the other side in her new clothing. Uh, ten out of ten, perfect. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed that not all of them did that transition. Yeah, you know, I wish they all great. had. That would have been great. No, that's a, that's they uh, took that from the episode actually, because like I said, I just mentioned about how. Oh really? Because like I said, yeah, like yeah, I said yeah. the the monster turned into the human and through a pole transition. They took oh, it from the yeah, exact yeah, episode. Yeah. Holy shit! There we go. I guess the director just like, oh, I'll do the same thing. No, yeah, it's it's yeah, uh, there's really nothing else to uh, talk about to be honest. Well, the other thing I have. Is there's no goddamn elevator in this place? Did you see all those stairs, Mike? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Like, are you telling me that they're going to walk up and down those stairs every time we see them le- go? No yeah. way, right? They're going to put yeah. an elevator in, right? No, they're not. Like, soon? They're, they're, they're going to, like, gonna... S- no. <laughs> that is so many stairs. Well, that yeah, is too the, many the stairs. Clock, the clock tower is tall. What do you expect? That is, Mike, can you imagine going home from work every day and you have to walk hey. up that many sets of stairs? Hey. That's a that's a good workout, dude. I would I, lose a lot of I would lose a lot of weight if I do that okay. every day. Yeah, you would. But like <laughs> fucking on day six, you're like, I, I'm moving. I'm gonna move somewhere else. And they're like, okay, you want to get your stuff first? And you're like, no, it can stay there. I don't want to go back up those steps. I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I no, my stuff belongs to the clock tower now. I, it, <laughs> it's it not is, mine it anymore. Is now, it is now the clock tower. <laughs> Yeah, it it's not I, I'm not taking my stuff back. It can keep it. Like, oh no. Um and then the movie or the movie, the episode ends on uh, a great moment of they get a pizza and really I cheered. That dude's like, Did somebody order a pizza? And he's like, Yeah, we ordered a pizza and I was like, Fuck, let's go. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> Good old I, I saluted. I saluted my, my computer screen. I was like, Let's go. We got yeah, a pizza. Good. Yeah, because they they they're working people now in two thousand and one. They they earned that uh, pizza. They did earn that pizza. All right, let's collect some data then. Sure. Mike, what was the best moment of the episode for you? Uh gosh, this is really difficult. It is. It is because there's not much. I mean, the best episode. I don't know if there's anything that like is the standout, you know. There's no moment in particular. Um, I'm, you know what? I guess the just the highlight, maybe at most, is the the reveal of the clock tower. Our first look at the clock tower. Okay. And then eventually, you know, we get to see how it all dressed up nicely. And I, I guess you can tack on the. I can kind of combine it with um, the Rangers getting their civilian clothes. I, I right, like we'll just see the Rangers too. settling in the clock yeah. tower. Yeah, because I like it's just like the clock tower. I'm yeah, so me too. Yeah, to because it's such a great set piece. Like I, I really want to find that in real life and see if it's still there or not. Because uh, fucking great location. No, oh, yeah, great location. Yeah, no, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna share that. I think uh, that's also my my favorite moment of the episode. Who do you think is the MVP of this episode? Define MVP. <laughs> Uh, for me, it's Rancic. I'll tell you that. I think he's the best in the episode. Yeah, yeah, I, he's the most I, interesting. Yeah. He is. It is. I I agree with that because you, there's nobody really. I mean, it cut you. Wes has some action in it. He does do some stuff, but he, that, that's not his thing. It's it's mainly a Rancic episode, and getting to see his thing in this episode, also seeing the origin. It's it's all him. It's all him, dude. Uh, I agree. And what would you uh, give this episode out of five? Oh, see, this is a, this episode was a bit of an awkward duck sometimes, and uh, mm-hmm. it's not. It, I mean, the Rancic story could elevate the, the score, but it's just like it's not hundred percent there. I would say three point five. Okay, so I was I was hovering around there, 
Uh, but there is something really kind of slice of lifey and very domestic mm-hmm. about a large portion of this episode that just it really is. resonates with me. Um, it, I, I r- literally today I came home from work. I watched the second half of the incredible Hulk for a different podcast. And then I watched this episode of power Rangers right after. Um, so that really like, I, I got big monstered out in Hulk. You know what I'm saying? Right. A little bit. I got my big monster fight in the incredible Hulk. <laughs> And then I watched this and like there was something really uh, like really nice and domestic about seeing all these characters like putting their home together and like now they're getting jobs and like they're getting yeah. new clothing and and it just it took a moment to breathe mm-hmm. in a way that I really enjoyed. So mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and give this a 4. I'm I'm going to go a little bit up above a 3.5, which is where I originally had been sitting. So I I'm going to go with a 4, but I I really enjoyed this episode a lot for reasons that are probably different than what I would normally enjoy in Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as for as for any uh, Ranger League updating, um, I mean, I think everybody gets points for um, yeah. the did. Ranger settling in the clock tower. That's everybody. Yep. yep. Um, which brings us up to, you are still in the lead. Uh, you're in the lead with nine points and I am following behind you with five points. So, all right, we will see still, still that four point gap. Um, so we'll see where that goes for now though. That's, uh, that's the episode. Uh, do you want to give a little tease? Do you want to like say what the name of the next episode that we're covering is? Yes, I would love to do that. That's, uh, we could do that. I get to cover a blue streak, which is going to be a Lucas episode, which involves him driving. Oh my uh, god, I'm very and, excited for that! And and also another tease: we get a uh, a, a ranger uh, vehicle that all the rangers are Ooh. using. So I'm not going to say what it is. They get vehicles. Exciting. Yep. Um. Yeah. So like I said, Lucas is driving, and um. Some ranger tech, a ranger vehicle of some sort. You know, here, here's the last thing I was mention that when they launched the, the flyers, those. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It took so fucking long. I was watching. I was like, God, you're taking so long to get them to the past, form into the Megazord and battle. It just like felt so long. That's the point I wanted that to be sped up. I wanted to like flip flop that between the fight scene. Could you just like speed up the Megazord fight formation and and just keep the fight at the regular speed that that could be the alternative but no you had to flip it around where it's like you gotta speed up the fight foot the fight between west and the and Firog, and then keep the speed of the megazord formation so fucking slow <laughs> that's that's kind of why i went yeah. so low is because of so many yeah, elements like that no i i get it so i you know i think if i hadn't enjoyed the kind of non ranger, yeah, like literally, my favorite part of this episode is the stuff where it isn't a Power Rangers episode, and it's just like a a soap opera for twenty minutes, or not twenty minutes, like ten minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And it's kind of shot like a soap opera during those scenes a little bit too. Hmm. It it kind of it just feels different in a way that I really liked. Um. 
But yes, uh, for now, Mike, where can people find you? Uh, you know, slowly but surely, still pushing on my podcast whenever I can. Those are all featured in my Twitter bio, at Mike Mixtape. Uh, there's a Godzilla podcast, Men of My Monsters. Doctor Who podcast called TARDIS, which stands for Traveling, uh, Transmitting Receiving Doctors in Space. Uh, there is uh, a spy podcast called Deep Undercover. And I do a Highlander podcast where I cover every minute of the movie with somebody. Um, duh, duh, I'm just, I, life is busy, folks. I'm busy. I got work. I, I'm, I'm, I have a new lady friend. I'm dating someone right now. So uh, I'm spending my time with that person quite a bit. So I have no time normally to edit. I try to edit in between, but uh, life's just been mm-hmm. uh, hucky dory. So follow me on Twitter and at right. Mike Mixtape. So I try to tweet whatever I can and go on the grid on Twitter. I try to tweet whatever Power Rangers or Super Sentai stuff or Tokusatsu. So. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. Everything that I do is on there. All this show's art was done by at my name is Sean. That's at my name is S-H-A-U-N-N-N on Twitter. He's also on Facebook and Instagram and on YouTube. You can check him out all on all those uh, different platforms mm-hmm. with uh, at my name is Sean, S-H-A-U-N-N-N. The intro and outro music is done by Niall Stenson. You guys can follow him on Twitter at nstens1117. Uh, great, great, great stuff. Yes. And again, YouTube. Check his YouTube out and yes. uh, listen to his yes, music check on his Spotify. YouTube out. Yes. Thank you. Uh, and as you guys, thanks, of course, for listening. If you guys want to follow the show, you can do so at Go Into the Grid on Twitter. You can email us at go into the grid at gmail.com. If you join our Discord server, the link to do that is in the episode description and it's also in the link tree in our Twitter bio. We host the show on Anchor, and you guys can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, CastBox, and Podcast Addicts. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you, as always, and we'll catch you when we go into the grid.